Welcome to the Charlotte Shields Coaching Podcast. I have real answers from real spouses of how to uplevel your marriage, even if you've lost hope. You can be the spouse you want to be, and you'll feel appreciated, cared for, and desired again. Let's create your marriage miracle. It's simple, but not easy. Nothing worth having ever is. Stick around to learn what it takes to create the marriage you've always dreamed of. the seven practices I've incorporated into my life each day. Visualization is something I've been working on for years now, and I still feel like I have more to learn about this concept. But even with my limited experience, the principle of visualization has been powerful in creating the marriage and the life I want. Many of us have no idea what we want. We know we're miserable or unhappy or dissatisfied or depressed. We know that we don't like certain things and we know that we don't want certain things. This may be in the forefront of our minds daily. I was in this space when I was having the hardest time in my marriage. I was focusing all day long on what my husband was doing, saying, or creating and how I didn't like it much. When we focus on things, they increase. So I found more and more evidence for dissatisfaction in my husband and my marriage. I knew I was unhappy and I was sure my husband was the problem. If he would just change, I could finally be happy. It never even really occurred to me to start to figure out what I actually wanted. I was surprised to find that when I did ask myself what I wanted, I didn't know. It was really hard for me to start doing the work to figure it out. Then I started to learn the truth. My thoughts were creating my feelings my actions, and ultimately the outcomes in my life. When I came to understand this truth, my life changed dramatically. I started to shift my focus. Instead of concentrating on what I didn't like and couldn't change, I asked myself what my perfect marriage and life would look like in a perfect world. The way for me to start this process was by doing thought downloads on what I wanted. Then I started doing models on my desires. Did you know that you can write down the model C-T-F-A-R and start anywhere in the model with what you do want? What if you want to have more fun in your marriage? What would have fun? Where would have fun go in your model? The action line. Now think of something in a C line that might create fun. So C line could be trip or night away with my husband thought might be, I can't wait to have a break, relax, and have fun in a new location. You might feel excited. Your action line might be to plan, save, believe, look forward to, not give up or get discouraged, and have fun. Your R line might be take a break and create connection and memories. You could start in the F line and decide what feeling you want to have about your marriage. If you have a circumstance that gives you anxiety and stress in your marriage, What would you rather feel? Peace? Put peace in the model in your F line, the feeling line. Then start brainstorming for what thoughts would help you feel more peace. When you find one that creates peace, just put that thought in your T line. Your C line might be just marriage or you can get more specific, but just put the facts only in the C line. Continue to fill out the model, And let me share one with you that I've done on peace in my marriage. 
So the C line, I just put marriage. The T line is trust in the Lord and he will give me help on what to think, feel, and say. Feeling, peace, action line, pray for guidance, repent and forgive, act on inspiration, believe things will get better. The R line, I become a little better spouse every day with God's help and direction. I create models of thoughts and feelings I want to believe all the time. It works and it is work. It takes some time and effort, but I can't think of anything as important to spend my time on. Another way I try to create a better future is to create a vision board of my innermost desires. Many people have made vision boards with poster board and glued pictures on them. It is just one way to focus on what you want and practice believing that it is possible. I have asked God many times what his vision is for me. This helps. He knows my potential and possibilities better than I do. To simplify and continually modify, I made my vision board from pictures on the internet that represent my vision for the future I want to create. Then I put those pictures in a Word document. I also write a sentence of what each picture represents in a separate Word document. I focus each day for a couple of minutes on what I desire. I just pull up both documents and I look at both at the same time. I have three categories for my vision board. My first one is my personal goals. These might be physical, spiritual, emotional, or mental. My second is personal relationship goals. My third one is financial goals. This involves money or things that would take some money to do, like travel, thoughts about my business, my home, anything monetary. I will share a couple from each of my categories to give you an idea, but of course this is very personal. So tailor make it just for you. So my personal goals, one of them is I'm going to go to the temple 1000 times between the ages of 50 and 70 years old. Another one is I'm going to sleep enough to be energized each day. Note that these may not be what are happening right now is the vision of what we actually want. And usually it's not happening right now. Um, two personal relationship goals. I'm going to spend quality time with each member of my family separately and make those relationships the best they can be. And another one for my relationships is it relationships is I'm going to make Jeff, my husband, my number one priority in my life. Okay. My number three is financial goals. And this one, one of them is I am going to be debt-free by 2025. And another one is I will buy e-bikes for Jeff and I. I've given myself until the age of 70 to accomplish a lot of my goals. And I have a bunch more. I just add them as I go. Some of them are very far-fetched. Some seem impossible. I didn't share those ones with you, but I'm believing the sky is the limit. I have added more impossible goals because I'm finding more evidence of the impossible happening. It has happened. The monetary things that are the easiest to see happen, I check off. But with the other goals, I am seeing some improvement and change. One person I taught this concept to has found that things are happening way sooner than she expected them to happen. She says that with the goal in sight, she finds her mind coming up with solutions to what she just assumed were impossible roadblocks. Many of her goals have been realized quicker than she imagined. I have had the same experience with some of my goals. Brigham Young said that as Latter-day Saints, we live far beneath our privileges because we fail to seek and receive the guidance the Lord wants to give us in our spiritual and temporal affairs. 
One thing that has surprised me is that the Lord does want to bless us temporally, not just spiritually. He wants us to have joy in our lives. He wants us to have variety. He wants us to have beauty. He doesn't judge us. I had a hard time with my vision board at first because some of my goals seemed selfish. I didn't believe I deserved to imagine some of these things happening, but I've come to a different conclusion. I've come to believe that living below our privileges is often because of unbelief. We don't realize our own potential or God's potential. My vision board helps me to visualize what is possible. It may not be possible, but my job is to continue believing. What I found is that it's better to shoot for the moon and get a star than to not shoot at all. You may land somewhere in the middle between the lofty heights you imagined, but isn't middle better than zero, ground zero? Without dreaming, you'll never know what you might have been able to hit in the middle. My job is to just keep my righteous desires, just put them out into the universe and believe that somehow they will be realized if it is God's will. But watch out for my pitfall. So often in my life, I felt like I have had a goal or a desire and worked hard for it to happen and then felt super disappointed when it didn't. Every person I've talked to about this agrees that things never happen the way we think they will. The outcome is rarely exactly as envisioned or imagined. When we dream big, it doesn't sometimes end up as grand as we visualized, but don't be surprised when another vision works out even better than you thought. When I think it's all going to go just as planned, I have set myself up for dissatisfaction and unbelief. Instead, be who you want to be. Envision what you want in your life and then live it. Just live it and leave it up to God on how and when the stars will align to create it in your life. In my experience with realized visions, it has never come about quite as I expected. I love Steve Young's book, The Law of Love. The third step he gives us is to love and expect nothing in return. I think of that all the time. Think and feel and work and do to make your dreams a reality. One of my goals on my vision board is to have more charity for all. This is hard to gauge and it's hard to see progress, but I can continue to work on feeling love in the F line of my model. That is my job if I want things to happen. Then expect nothing. Whatever happens is a gift. When it happens, it's fine. I'm going to be okay either way. These thoughts create peace instead of anxiety around my goals. One thing I've been working hard on is to not assign outcomes. I don't have to worry about every detail of how things are going to unfold. I just trust that the Lord will put everything in motion to make them happen in his own time and in his own way. Trust in the Lord. He can do his own work. He can put people in my path. He can teach me what I don't know. He can bless me in ways I could never imagine. If I have righteous desires, he will help me accomplish them. He will also help me when I mess up trying to achieve them. His grace is sufficient. It's really all going to be fine. Another part of visualizing for me is creating voice memos for the beliefs I want to create in my future. I used to just write whatever I wanted to believe and I'd read it each day. That got cumbersome and difficult. I wanted to practice my beliefs, but it just was felt like another thing on my to-do list. Then I found the voice memo feature on my phone. Now I read my mantras, beliefs, and my desires for the future I want to visualize on my phone. When I'm out and about running errands and kids, I listen to my voice memos first. It's become a habit for me to wait to give myself permission to listen to music or podcasts until after I have listened to a voice memo or two. 
This contributes and continues to remind me of my desires. It takes only a couple of minutes of my time. Remember what we focus on will increase. Absolutely. Focus on what you want instead of what you don't want. It's life changing. I can't even tell you how satisfying it is to move my visions realized onto a new document I've created in a folder with my vision boards. So far, I have a visions realized board of pictures of 14 things that have been realized. Many of these seemed impossible or far-fetched. I just glance the pictures quickly each day and I say thank you for whatever I've been given. I know these practices may seem like they would take tons of time. In the beginning, they do take some time, but once you get them set in place, it's a matter of five minutes at most. Once you've set the groundwork, you just, number one, open the vision board and the written document, read the document while you look at the vision board. It should take you two minutes or less. To number two, once you have a visions realized board, quickly scan what you've been given already and say thank you. Number three, listen to your voice memo on the way to work or errands. Wherever you're going in the car first, get it out of the way so you can check it off and move on. That's it. So simple and absolutely life-changing for me. This practice has not only helped me achieve much, but also filled me with gratitude for all I have already been given. It is such a great feeling to move something on my vision board over to the visions realized board. I feel so much gratitude. I also love the feeling of deleting a voice memo that is no longer needed. Once I wholeheartedly believe in my voice memo, I know it by heart or it has already occurred, I delete it. I add and delete voice memos as needed. It feels like progress. It feels like learning and growing. It feels like creating my life on purpose. It feels like keeping promises to myself and God, which gives me a wonderful feeling of accomplishment and confidence in my future. If you need help with the process of a vision board or any other concept I have taught, come and be coached. I help clients implement all the practices that I teach. The best part is that I have done this work myself. So I know how to get you through the river of misery, which can be what we wade through to get from where we are to where we want to be. It's a process and it is completely achievable. Until next time, seek and expect miracles. You will start to see them unfold in your own life. And it's amazing.